शोहम तथा जतिष्यामि यथानाभूयात्मा अंधे तमसी मज्जाए सोहम तथायतेश्यामी शोभोतायतिष्या Yatishyami, I shall endeavor. Yatachitta indriya, controlling the mind and the senses. Anila, and the internal airs. Yatha, so that. Na, not. Vuya, again. Atmanam. My soul, Andhe, in darkness, Tamashi, in ignorance, Majjaye, I drawn. Translation provided by Ingrisha Prabhupada Jaya. I am such a sinful person, but since I have now gotten this opportunity, I must completely control my mind. Life and senses, and always engage in devotional service, so that I may not fall down, fall again into the deep darkness and ignorance of material life. Please repeat: I am such a sinful person, but since I have now gotten this opportunity, I must completely control my mind. Life and senses, and always engage in devotional service, so that I may not fall down again into the deep darkness and ignorance of material life. Purport: Every one of us should have this determination. 
we have been elevated to an exalted position by the mercy of Krishna and the spiritual master. And if we remember, this is a great opportunity. And pray to Krishna that we will not fall again. Our lives will be successful. This is the talk of Ajamil. Ajamila is a sinful person, very sinful, but because he was a brahmana and he performed devotional service, gradually he, he fell down to sense enjoyment, I just mentioned here, and, but because of his Krishna consciousness and his devotional service in, earlier in his life as a brahmana, Krishna blessed him. So, this we can learn from this. All of us, similarly, <coughs> also um, fallen in the material world. And there's no guarantee that we cannot fall down to material sense enjoyment, to senses, to senses. Even though we are performing service to Krishna, we can still fall down because we are so close to the ignorance and maya, very near to us. Even though Krishna consciousness is right, right next to us, we can still forget and become enamored by sense enjoyment because we are not pure devotees. Pure devotees who are fully absorbed in Krishna, they are Krishna's pure devotees. Uh, there cannot be a time when they, they fall down because they are absorbed in Krishna. But those who are neophyte devotees, uh, we are struggling with our senses. And so, we can easily fall down to sense enjoyment and forget Krishna. Krishna consciousness is not just a way of life, but it's a process where we can practice Krishna consciousness to overcome our mind and senses. So this is a system, a process, and not just we are doing as a routine thing, as a, uh, but it's actually a process by, uh, you know, Prabhupada and the Acharyas and Krishna himself gave us this process so we can follow the path to attaining that love for Krishna. It's a difficult process, but nothing is easy in this world. All of us, we have to work hard, whether it is spiritual or material. But as we all know, material society in the material world, it's pretty much, it's very hardship, struggle for life and existence. So in the same way, if we can endeavor for the perfection of love for Krishna, attain love for Krishna, that requires a lot of endeavor, that requires hard work. You have to control the senses and the mind, sense gratification, and you have to engage in devotional service. That's the process. So it's not easy. Krishna told Arjuna, uh, perform devotional service. 
engage your mind in thinking of me, become my devotee, worship me. Man manabhava mad bhakta. But Arjuna said it's very difficult to mind, control the mind. Chanchala hi mana Krishna, pramati balavadena. Krishna said, the mind is like the wind. Balavadriha is flickering like the wind. Here and there. Very difficult to control the mind. Then Arjuna said, it's so difficult. How I can control the mind? So Krishna said, Abhyasa Jagajuktena. One can practice to control the mind through practice and detachment. Yoga Juktena, engage yourself, yoga, in the process of bhakti yoga, devotional service to you. So he gives us the process. It is not that it's all neti neti, it's impossible. There is a way to attain. Just like there is a way to attain material things, even though it's difficult, people work hard to get it. Similarly, spiritual life, there is a process by which one can attain Krishna. Bhaktiamamavijanati, Krishna says, through, dav- through devotion you can attain me. Devotional service, bhakti. He didn't say it's easy. Nothing is easy. But it becomes easy when we take shelter of Krishna. Krishna makes it easy for such a devotee who works hard to please Krishna. Krishna sitting in the heart. Krishna says, I'm sitting in the heart of all the devotees, of all the living entities. For those who are sincere, I give them the knowledge. I guide them from within. But we have to initially make the endeavor. Yatha chitta indriya, controlling the mind and senses. Anila and the internal airs. Atmanam, soul. We have to go to the soul level. We have to overcome the sensual level, the external level, the material level. To go to the spiritual world, the spiritual platform, we have to come to that platform, spiritual platform, is by overcoming the senses in the mind. It is not all, just all take prasadam and just we go around, haha. It's more than that. When the senses attack us, we have to be able to tackle it. How? Through performing devotional service. Salpamapasya dharma se trayate mahuta bhayat. Krishna says, even a little bit of endeavor in the path of devotional service, serving Krishna, that can protect us from the dangerous fear. What is the dangerous fear for us? That dangerous fear is that we forget Krishna. Once you forget Krishna, that is the ignorance. That's the beginning of ignorance when you forget Krishna. So I always think of Krishna, no problem. At the time of death, I'll think of Krishna. Ante Narayana Smriti. At the time of death, are you going to remember Narayana? Are you going to remember Krishna? That we're going to be put to test the time of death. You think, oh, no problem, I'll remember him. Just like when, when there's a car accident or some situation where you are, um, everybody says everything except Krishna. Wrong things. So, we are put to test. The senses and the sense organs, our mind, 
always dwelling on sensual objects at every minute. This is why we have the temple situation. We have the temple atmosphere, the temple grounds. So here, at least, at least where we are here, in this place, in a temple atmosphere, we can focus our mind on Krishna. This is why this area, Prabhupada's mercy, we have this temple. So here, we come here, we engage in devotional service, various services, and we come in the temple, do kirtan chanting, we can look at the deity. So this process is there for us to focus on Krishna so we can overcome the mental level, overcome the sensual level, the sense organs, the sense platform, senses platform. Yeah. Krishna conscious platform. Brahma Bhutta, spiritual platform. The mind is not It's not always there. Right now we are talking, mind can be somewhere else. Where is Pusharam? Where is, I did this yesterday, I have to do this later on today. The mind is always dragging us to where we want to. That's the problem. So, we have to accept the opportunity. This is an opportunity, it says here, that exalted position of the mercy of Krishna and the spiritual master. And if we remember that, this is a great opportunity to pray to Krishna that we will not fall again. We have fallen in this world, from the spiritual world. Fallen doesn't mean we have fallen to senses, fall down to sense, to sense uh, enjoyment, sense gratification. Yeah. We are falling down to uh, our mind, we're falling down to so many things. Once you forget Krishna, it's easy to fall down. So, the center of the devotee is to put Krishna in the center, Krishna in the middle. Then everything can go smoothly. So when you take Krishna out, then you become the center. That's why sometimes we're leading Kirtan, we're thinking, I'm leading the Kirtan, everyone's looking. We forget that I'm singing for Krishna's pleasure. Everything we do, we have to remember that I'm doing this for Krishna, it's for His pleasure. Even we are taking this pusharam, it's all tastes good, but we're thinking this is tasted by Krishna. I'm accepting this, honoring this as the mercy of Krishna. Mercy of Krishna means we have to think this is Krishna's blessing on us, it's Krishna's mercy on us. It's not that it's this, this is for my enjoyment, I'm thinking, oh, such a nice, so tasty. Of course, we have to relish that, but also you have to remember, this is the blessing of Krishna, Asirvat, blessing of Krishna, this is mercy. Prasadam means mercy, coming in the form of His mercy. So everything we do, we have to always remember why we are doing, what is the reason for us to do this service. Some people say, oh, let me just mind, let it just go and wander here and there, no problem. Let the mind wander off. But the scripture says the other thing. Scripture says to bring the mind under your control. Don't let it float here and there because that become very dangerous because the mind can lead you to very dangerous situation. But that's why scripture says, chanchala, 
is very bewildering, but bring the mind under your control, like the rein of a horse. There's so many horses, you have, you're holding the ropes so you can control the horse, not go different directions. You, you, you use them to go certain direction you want them to go. So you're holding their rings. So senses are like that. Our senses are going all different directions. Bahusaka Anantasya Bhavasaputayinam. Krishna says the mind of those who are not Krishna conscious is like the branch of a tree. They're scattered everywhere. Bahusaka. Like a branch of a tree is um, similarly um, we have to remember the theme of the tree, that all the branches are connected. So the branches are going here and there, different directions, but they're connected to the main branch of the tree. So the main branch is where Krishna is. Thank you. So don't let your mind and senses wander off here and there. Some people, they like it. They say, let the mind wander off. <laughs> let it go everywhere. Bevasayatmika buddhi. So, Bevasayatmika buddhi, engage your mind, atmika, and yourself within the spirit soul. In the branch of the tree, one should not be like the branch of a tree, simply scatter all directions. But to see, where, where we are leading to, where we are heading, what is the purpose of our work we are doing. Everybody has some set of goals. Everybody knows you have an idea what you want to do in life, in five years or in today, tomorrow. You have some idea. It's not that you're headless. You have a plan. You make a plan what you're going to do. You have a family plan, then your children, there's so many things. So there's a plan. Behind everything there's a plan. You make a plan. It's not simply wander off and let it just float around. Everything works through a plan, organization, a system. And then things will go smoothly. So spiritual life, a life of happiness, spiritual life, a life is an organized life because we know what is, the, what is the meaning of human life. What is the purpose of human life? It's not a, a, a headless society. So you may be very organized, super organized, planned, but you're missing something. There's, you, like, just like when you get in an airplane, and, and you have everything going, they check everything, that it's working, the airplane is in good condition, everything is, all the engine is working, perfect condition, so then they check it before they fly. So, for the safety of everyone. Well, I hope so. Yeah, you hope, everybody hopes so. And we check it, that's why they do it. And even so, there's accidents. Airplane crash, even they checked everything, they find something wrong. 
So, that is the material world. So perfect, still there is a flaw in there, a mistake, problems. Aparamapapanaloka, Krishna said, from the highest planet down to the material, down to the lowest planet, is full of material, full of misery, there's problems, problematic. Only in the spiritual world is perfect. Because Aham Sarvasya Prabhupada, all the material and spiritual comes from Krishna. He is the owner of both. Krishna cannot make a mistake. God doesn't make a mistake. We make a mistake. You see the mother nature, the ocean, the sun, the moon, they're all rising at the same time, setting at the same time every day. We all know that. It's all, we have to set the alarm to get up. Sun, moon, it's all perfectly going well. Weather patterns. You see the ocean is right down here, down the road, there's an ocean. Perfect, it doesn't all the way come here and flood away all of us. There's a control. It only goes to a certain uh, area and that they stop. So it's controlled by who? God. There's a hand of God behind everything. So it's not that boom, it's all, everything is, some people say, uh, um, the theory, bang, theory, bang. Boom, everything, accident, all, and then everything we are created from a, from a bang theory, from an, from an accident, a big, big crash and everything came about from there. If that's the case, it's a car accident, why everything should become good, good again, together. Car will fall into, good, uh, uh, into natural and become better again, and, and people have an accident, they, they don't have to go to the hospital, they feel good again. Usually, there's the, my point is, there's someone behind who is the creator. We're only making mistakes and destroying everything, but God is maintaining he creates everything. He maintains everything. We are destroying everything. Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva. Brahma, he creates. Vishnu is maintained. And Shiva destroys. We are destroying. But to maintain this difficult thing. Just like our body. Our body is, is, is a temple. Because Krishna is sitting in the heart. The soul is sitting in the heart. So we have to keep the body clean, the consciousness clean, the heart clean. So the body is a physical aspect of our body. So we have to clean our consciousness internally. So whatever we contemplate on, and we end up doing that externally. So that's why Krishna consciousness means we have to decide what we want to do that's going to be beneficial for us and the people. Spiritually. Because materially is one thing. But it's, like I said, material things are imperfect. Like the airplane. God created mosquitoes and flies, there is no accidents. So that means spiritual energy, what God created is always perfect in every way. So that's why Bhagavatam always emphasizing the spiritual aspect to develop spiritual life, to develop spiritual knowledge, cultivate spiritual knowledge, love for Krishna. Why it is emphasized? Because this is what we are meant to do. 
human life is meant to develop and cultivate love for Krishna. If we don't, we develop this complicated society today, mechanism, very complex, uh, you know, computer uh, technology, digital society. But we still need our finger to punch on it. We still need to think. So God created our intelligence. God created this body. So all this computing system, digital system, electronics, gadgets, airplanes, and, and, and um, rockets, missiles, and on and on. We are only destroying the earth with all this. But God created Mother Nature, simplicity, water, air, spiritual nature. It is so subtle and sukha, just like when you eat food. It digests the digestive system. It's so subtle. If one thing goes wrong, we can digest the food, then we're in trouble. We have to take so many medications, liver is not working, so many things. So it's a very yantarurane maya. Krishna says this body is like a machine. So God created the best thing. We created things that destroy those good things. Just like water. No matter how advanced you are, materially, we still need to have a cup of water when you're thirsty. So, water is our main uh, substance for sustenance of our body. Water, air, like it says here, air, water, fire, these things, these, these are the creation of God. So these, the energies, the essential energies, God created. We created things that are harmful to us. You can get a big, huge size apple like this, made in Japan. But it may, may not be tasty. In India, a small apple or small, but it's full of juice and tasty because they didn't use, they didn't inject all this chemical and, and all kinds of um, things to make it look good and big, beautiful. So we have to always appreciate what's given to us by nature. Then we can see hand of God, hand of God behind everything. Then we can learn to appreciate who is the creator behind. Who is that person? I want to serve him. I want to see him. I want to go to him. But that comes devotional life. A devotee means they, are, they want to take it to the next level, to see who is creator, who did all this work. So, so wonderful. We see the fruit. It's so nicely packaged. An orange, an apple, or any fruit, so nicely packaged. A skin around, color, you see birds and plants, so beautiful, we appreciate it. Who created all this? It's not a bang theory, it's all that just come about now. But there is somebody behind making the plant. Mango, mango. The mango, all the fruit. Somebody who is making the plant, that plant, that intelligent, is one. Krishna is the super Yogesha, he's the master of mysticism. He is super intelligent. He created this universe. He created us. 
we cannot create anything. We just, ex we just take what's already here and put it together and take the credit for it. I create this car. To make a car, to make a building, this building here, or any... You see around here, Albert Park, I was walking down uh, uh, to the temple this morning and I saw all these houses. So nice, beautiful houses, uh, old houses, but they done it up. Uh, 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 lawn in front with uh, fountain, design, nice beautiful shrubs and plants. They maintain it. So this is nice. So there's take intelligence behind to do all this maintaining and this work. They're planning to design all this. So Krishna, he designed this universe. He designed us. So no matter how advanced you are materially, technologically, you still need a human brain to run it. You can have everything, computer, everything in front of you, but you still need to punch it with a finger. We need to have the the energy coming from our body and you have to be energetic. All day you feel tired, you get sore neck, don't look at the screen, you get sore eyes. So my point is that material world is, is, not, is not everything. Spiritual is everything. You may be going in a, a, a high-speed car or, or a bullet train, but at the end you get a headache. Your soul is going out. But if you go in a bullock cart, horse cart, it's a good feeling. You don't feel that. It's not, you're going along with the Mother Nature. You're walking, your feet touch the earth and the grass. It gives you that energy from the earth. But when you're flying around, zooming around, we don't live too long because our energy, it doesn't go that fast. Our body, bata, different, we, are, we have different constitution. It, it's messed up, messes it up. So if we can relax, if we can contemplate on the Supreme Lord, meditate, do chanting, spiritual energy is so subtle, it can give us that spiritual health. But when you're zooming around, you don't eat properly, work too hard, it creates tiredness in us. It gives us anxiety then gradually our body starts to fall apart. But when you can calm yourself, when you think of God, Om Purnamadaha Purnamadam, Krishna is complete and perfect. When you just by thinking of Him, chant His name, mantra, it gives the peace and shanti, happiness and peace of mind. So, sense control, it can only control the senses by thinking of Krishna, by chanting Hare Krishna. He can help us. There's no other way. You can't say, I'm going to sit here and not move. You may be sitting here, but the mind is somewhere else. So that's why, think of Krishna, Chan Hare Krishna, read proper books. So that way, mind can be... There was, there was this uh, king, he said, um, he told his minister to go down to the bazaar, and, and buy whatever they have. Every shop, get one thing of each. So they went and got everything. But this one shop, they had, they had this bottle. He said, this bottle, you can buy this bottle, but don't open it. Never open it. Because if you open it, you'll be big trouble. So he said, okay. 
So he told the king, this bottle here, never open it, this, this can, because if you open it, you're in trouble. So after some time, and we get curious, we want to know what's in it. He was very curious. So he, he had all his security guards, ministers, everyone who was there, army, in case something dangerous happens. And it was very dangerous. So he opened the can, a big demon came out, poof! And he grabbed the neck of the king. He said, engage me! Uh, give me something to do. And, and so he said, go to the kitchen, uh, big kitchen like here. They cook for thousands of people, clean all the pot. So he went there and cleaned all the pot and he came back. Give me something to do. It was very quick. And King was in big trouble because he was running out of all the things to do because he was doing it so fast. So he had to think quick and, and to protect himself from this demon. So uh, they called the Hare Krishna devotee. So two devotees grabbed him, the arm, and they are chanting in the Hare Krishna in his ear. And he said, give him the beat bag, he chant. <laughs> you can chant, if you sing 16 rounds, chant 100 rounds. All eternally. Then he was satisfied. So this story is an example of our mind. Mind is going everywhere. So the way to engage the mind is to keep the mind occupied is by keeping it busy chanting Hare Krishna. You can chant day and night. Satatam kirtayantomam. Krishna says, devotee, they, they are thinking of me. Hatatam always, eternally. Nityasya not just a seven day, one day, one night, eternally. So the mind is, a devotee knows how to engage the mind. So, you know, people work very hard and then they go home and they're just exhausted at the end of the day. They go, they go home and only thing they can do is uh, sit in front of a, a TV and a couch. But that actually makes the mind more tired because you have to look at something. So this drains the energy out. So you can sit down, close your eyes, chant Hare Krishna, meditate on Krishna. It's a very good feeling. Or lay down, relax. Don't use your body. Relaxation means to give the body a rest, your senses and the nerves to a rest. But when you completely relax, not think so much, the thing of Krishna, then the body is calming down, slowing down. It, it's a food. Relaxation is a food for the body. People don't know how to relax. They're like, oh. You see monkeys and the birds, they're moving around. They, they don't know how to relax. So human beings, we have to relax. We have to calm ourselves. We have to calm down. They always say, calm down. How to calm down? People are oh. moving around so much. Come to the mandi, we see we have our temples open here, you see, uh, Indian people, they come here, they sit down, put a mat, they look at the deity, they know how to calm down. They always say, oh, we are so much engaged in the material world, we're so busy working in life, and you guys are Hare Krishna, you, 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 you are doing the right thing, you're meditating in the Lord, you're chanting, we're in our city. This is why they come to Mayapur from Calcutta. They said, you know, we go to the Dham, the holy place, you know, so we can relax and look at the deity, pray. So people do know how to relax. People do know. The process is there. But they let themselves so absorb in the material world. 
engrossed in the material life, the body breaks down after a while. How much enjoy can you enjoy here with your body? It's very limited. How much can you eat? How much can you drink and sex and all these things? You can't. The monkeys, they're always busy <laughs> in, in sensual pleasure. But you never see a monkey happy. They're always moving. They one, 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 one. Never sit down on place, relax, because they're always wanting, wanting. So sense pleasure cannot, is like Krishna says, is like putting fuel in the fire, oil. So you think you can satisfy yourself by doing more activities, sinful activities. Then the, the fire only gets bigger. So the process of Krishna consciousness, this bhakti yoga, is to put out that fire. The fire actually distant. Samsara dava, nanalira loka. The samsara, material existence, is like the fire. We are all going to move. Fire burning us, foaming at the mouth, working so hard for living. And at the end you get nothing. The body will die, ashes to ashes. Body goes in earth, burned. So we didn't get anything. So human life is meant for returning to our real home in the spiritual world where we belong. Like fish out of water. We are like the fish out of water. You can give everything to a fish that is on land, but the fish will die very quickly because they're in a wrong place. We similarly are in a wrong place in the mature world. This is not our place. This mature world is a place of misery. Abrahma Bhavana Loka is a place of misery from up down the higher planet to the lowest planet. So our real home is the spiritual world where we belong. Fish out of water, you can give a home, car, TV, money, but fish will die out of air, gasping for air. Similarly, we, this is unnatural for us to be in this world. We don't belong here. Our real home is spiritual world. That's why Krishna came. Get out of here. He's giving us the process. Come to me. He's playing the fruit. Come on. He's calling us. He's calling us. Come to me. Right now, everybody is in anxiety because of, um, you know, disease. This positive, negative, everyone's talking about vaccines. Every time you turn the TV on, they only talk about that for the last two years. Vaccine, vaccines. Even our temple is empty. It's open, but no one's coming. Half of the, half of the devotees are sick. But we do need to have some faith in Krishna. This is a test for us. Krishna is there. We haven't heard anyone, any devotee, dying in the temple from any, any sickness. Isn't it? Never heard of it. Unless terrorists come or something like that. But Krishna is always protecting us. You know? We haven't heard. Krishna, we have to have some faith. We have so much faith in the material world. We, we go out of our way to do vaccines and, and a booster. 
this is okay, but Krishna is there to give us that spiritual boost too. We need to have faith. Okay, we follow all the etiquette. You know, they have the mask etiquette. We also have Vaishnava etiquette. <laughs> Krishna conscious etiquette. You have some faith in Krishna. Krishna will protect us. See Prahlad Maharaj, as the Bhagavatam tells us, he was thrown in the hot oil. He didn't give up chanting Hare Krishna. He was going, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. The hot oil became cold. He, they threw him in the pit of snake. All the snake didn't bite him. I don't know what happened. They turned, suddenly they become vegetarian. They don't want to bite anyone. <laughs> it's all mystical. And they threw him off the cliff. Krishna caught him. And then, and then they threw him under the mad elephant. Uh, I don't know what happened. The mad elephant became really good man. Good elephant. Took the uh, trunk and put him on his back. So Krishna is protecting him. Why this story is there? It's just for a for fun, we also need to have shelter in Krishna, take shelter of Krishna, take some risk for Krishna. Go on Harinam even though, okay, we, this is the time. So this is also a test for us, how we are going to deal with it, how we are conducting ourselves, or we are taking shelter of Krishna. Wherever you are, hospital or at home, it's a time when you need to really focus on Krishna. Isolation. Devotees don't want to go here and there anyway. They like to be in one place in the temple. In the sages, in the forest, they're in the hut. They don't have much. They're meditating. They're already isolated. But they're not missing anything because they have Krishna. People who don't have Krishna in life, they need to go here and there because they want to be free. Well, actually, there's no freedom in this world. You go out in the city, look around, Look at what? You come back totally tired. You're looking at so many things. You look at, you don't end up buying nothing. So the idea of Krishna consciousness is to look within yourself for happiness. Nitya Siddha Krishna Prima Sadhya Kavina Shravanadi Chitta Chitta Karayudai. We already have that love for Krishna. We're born with it. But by practicing Shravanadi, hearing and chanting, we're uncovering that that state of Krishna consciousness, that state of spiritual consciousness. But because we want to, we are looking elsewhere, Krishna is calling, we are looking elsewhere, looking away from Krishna. I'm sure if we take shelter of Krishna, determination, like it says here, determination, we have to have deter that determination. End. Um, and if we remember that this is a great opportunity and pray to Krishna that we will not fall again, our lives will be successful. We have been elevated to an exalted position by the mercy of Krishna and the spiritual master. So that's the determination. There's always devotees are there to inspire us. Someone is there to inspire us. Our spiritual master is there to inspire us. The devotees of Vaishnava are there, there to inspire us. Krishna himself is inspiring us. So the whole process of Krishna consciousness, the whole process of Bhakti Yoga, devotional service, is geared toward this 
inspiration that how I can go further to make progress in spiritual life. So the whole gear toward to go back to Godhead, back to the spiritual world, our home. So how are we going to get the inspiration? It, it doesn't come easy. We have to also work at it. We have to make the endeavor. Everything requires endeavor. Just like we eat food. It doesn't fall on your plate. It, has, it comes to supermarket. Before that is growing. Somebody has to pick it. Somebody has to grow the vegetables and the fruits. And there has to be rain. Sometimes drought. So there's a big process before you can get that food on your plate. And then make sure that you are well enough to digest that. Somebody has to cook it. So much food allergy. So much goes in to create that preparation before you can eat it. But similarly, there must be endeavor. That endeavor to get that perfection. We eat for 10 minutes, so much work. Somebody's growing, packaging, their labor shortage because they don't have enough people to pack the fruits and, and vegetables. And then they bring to the supermarket, and then we go and buy it, bring it here, assorting it, and then cook it, offer to Krishna, and then before that comes to your plate, then you have to make sure that you are, you are not sick, you can digest it, and then you have to mix it. Okay, this goes with this one. You don't just eat. Okay, sweet last. There's so much work goes in just to eat that for five minutes of food. <laughs> and then maybe you're overrated and you're sick for days, you can't eat anything. So my point is, there is endeavor. There's always a lot of work goes in. It's not just bang, it comes. So Krishna is behind all this. We have to understand the Bhagavatam analytically, study how it's all working, the workings of this nature, the workings of the material energy, the workings of the body and, and the whole creation. That working is Krishna is behind. Aham Savasya Prabhavo. Krishna says all the material and, and spiritual, they are my emanation, they come from me. And this energy, how it's all working, is my adaptation for Kriti, his nature. His nature is that working under his direction. So it's not that our senses, we, we, we have to know how our senses is working. Mm -hmm. It's not, we don't fall for it. We have to know analytically, analytically, how it is working and who is behind it. Then we will not be bewildered by this body's workings. When you can understand everything clearly, but everything is there in the Bhagavatam and it's clarified nicely. Clarification is there. It's not that I, open, I close my eyes, I'm ah, sorry I didn't know. Open your eyes, the books are there. Knowledge is there. We need to open our eyes. We need to see the light of knowledge. What you endeavor, Endeavor, Yeah. Exactly. So, um, everything requires some work. Everything requires determination, endeavor, they go together. But the thing is, uh, like I said, um, if you are sleeping and it's already 12 o'clock in the afternoon 
and he thinks, oh, it's, it's five in the morning. That's because he haven't opened the curtain and see there's lights coming through the door. So we have to make the effort to see the light of knowledge, open our eyes, sastras of truths, see through the eyes of the scriptures. Then we will know. That's why it says here, we have to come out of ignorance. Ignorance is what blocking. Like I have a disease, then there's a disease goes in the eyes, cataract, then you can't see properly. So when you cut that, you can see again. So we are blind because of, we are, we, we are blind to the knowledge, we are blind to spiritual cultivation, we, are, we don't have because our eyes are cataract, it has a disease. But to cut that disease out, then, then, then we can see. So, Oma Ganyati Virandas, yeah, the spiritual master, they open our eyes by his mercy. Oma Ganyati Virandas say, Ganyana Swakaya, through Gana, knowledge. Swakaya, he cuts the ignorance by the mercy of the spiritual master. The mercy, the spiritual master is, is what? Mukam Karoti Vahasalam Bangalanga Degreen. A lame man can walk across over a mountain. A blind man can see. A deaf man uh, uh, can speak um, eloquently. That's by the mercy of Guru, spiritual master. So you can't say, ah, oh, I didn't know. No, no. Everything you know is, is what, what you want to know. And then he said, I don't know. Because the ones you should be knowing, you are, you are ignoring it. What do you want to know? And you, you will you go for it to know that because you want to know that. But if you want, you can know so many things, but you are blocking it. You, you, are, you are turning your eye away from that. But if we can work hard to make an earning and living, we can certainly work for spiritual life too. <coughs> the endeavor has to be there. But the endeavor must be right endeavor. We're not saying give up everything, become Hare Krishna. You can have a job, family, but try to see what is the purpose of all this. To also at the same time cultivate knowledge, spiritual knowledge. Any questions? I have said a lot of things. Yes. Anila means internal air. Anila, patiloma, different airs of the body, how you control it. There is a way to control air. Yeah. Prana, apana, vana, samana, udana. Yeah. There are five types of air in the body. A yogi can master them by controlling them. The basic way to control the air is to, we are, we are breathing in and out, inhaling, exhaling. But we don't know how many times we are breathing in and out. We don't, we don't count. So yogic breathing means to know how many times you breathe in, how many times you breathe out. Because when you retain the air, that means it's good for your health. So you have longer time. So our life depending how much air we have. So if you breathing too much, breathing out, less we have. So yoga teaches breathing pranayama is to control the air uh, sequence breathing of breathing. So, so when you are active, 
you're losing air. So yoga says relax. When you relax, the air can be within you. You can hold the air longer. But if you're, ah, you can't hold. So idea of a human life is to relax. More relaxed you are, less energy you use, resources of the body. That means you can live long. That means it will determine your health. So that's why people are panting, panic, ah, then they're sick, they're stressed. But that's why people do meditation, their relaxation, they, they go to do yoga, they understand. So anila is to control of air. How to control the air? Breathing in slowly. Breathing out. One minute breathing in, same time one minute, take one minute to breathe out, same time. So that cannot be just done like that, you have to practice. So if you can hold the air one minute, that means that one minute you have extra time. It's balance of your life. So more relaxed, you can hold two minutes. And if you practice every day, at the end week you have, you have, you have, you, you save yourself more time for to live long, maybe ten minutes. So that means, you're, like I was saying during the talk, your body is healing through relaxation because it's like the food. The food of the nerves, the body, is when you can be very calm. It's good for your nerves because like uh, moving. So the nerves are always active. <coughs> you need a break. Machine, you need a break. Body. <coughs> so the air is how you can retain, how you can breathe out, breathe in. This is the process for that. Anila. Yeah. But that is too late already. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, to determine your health, you have to be take care from very, very beginning. So you don't wait till you're sick. Just like when you drink water, you don't drink boom, 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 whole bunch, bit by bit throughout the day. So the system is flushing. <coughs> so, like if you have a new home or a new car or a computer or a phone, anything, <coughs> you maintain it. Or you live in a room, you keep every day, you clean a little bit every day. So after one week, it stays clean. Not that you clean it once a week and it's all filthy. So you gradually maintain the cleanliness of your body and your health, how you think, what you do, uh, and, 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 and your cleanliness, internal and external. That way the body remains healthy always. And not wait till you're so sick, then you end up in hospital. So we have <coughs> So the air is a very subtle energy. It's called chakra. There are seven chakras in our body. They are <coughs> like a fan. You have number one to five. So if running really fast, it's on five. And the number one slow. So similarly, this chakra, they can get imbalanced. The air is growing too fast. So there are therapy, meditation, different way to uh, to come down, to make the chakra, <coughs> how you have to relax, how you need to do so many things. You have to see Ayurvedic doctor, uh, to do yoga, or normal doctor, they won't do it. They just give you some pills. They may say you're okay, because they don't know these things. So there's a lot of things.
in, uh, so this air anila explains how a yogi and they can um, they, 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 they can um, control the air how, when to breathe in when to breathe out how long hold and all those things in, in sequence it's for so people who can hold air for a long time in bed they, they have to first of all they have to be very relaxed if you're uh, you cannot hold any air few minutes you uh, like 10 seconds you, you cannot breathe <laughs> Huh? Yeah, but that is very high level. Yeah. Yeah. I have to. Yeah. You have any? Oh, I was just going to make a comment. The famous thing in Montserrat Caballero said once to a student. What, you can't hold your breath for three minutes? Maybe you should consider another career. And other research I did with people who hold their breath in practice, it actually grows new brains, stem cells. So it's benefits Initially, it's difficult, but after a period of time, you yeah. learn to do it. And it's sort of uh, refreshing when you take the breath again if you're revitalized. Mm. Breath is life. Yeah. No breath is <clears throat> um, If, like a lot of people, um, they're sick but they don't know what it is. They go drop, they also don't know what it is. Because, because the problem is that, so you go to see a therapist or someone who, who may know more than, uh, more internal things, like this kind of knowledge. Indian doctor or like a, a therapist or something. But the regular doctor, they don't know these things. So they will tell you, uh, they check your pulse, how it's in your eyes. The technique is different. And then and the Western doctor maybe take blood tests and you're fine. Nothing. But actually it's, it's, not just, it's not just in the blood. It's, 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 it's in the air. Your air is imbalanced. So they have gastric because you overate. So there's different, just by air in our body, it can put your body out totally, air. There are different types of air. So that's why when people drink soft drink, it's actually not good because soft drink, that air, there's creates the imbalance within the air that already in the body. Yeah, in the body. So that external air, you take it in the, in the, in the in a soft drink, that not only uh, creates a conflict, the air that I already have in your body. So w once it's inside, how do you take it out? So that's why there's, it creates a problem after a while. So that's why best thing is fresh juice. Nobody wants fresh juice. Everyone wants something in it, sugar or chemical. So <coughs> young people, they think, but then they can't wait till get old and, 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 and get sick. So we have to maintain health from early age. Then when you turn 50 or 60, you will be still healthy. Like that's what I was giving you an example. To maintain the health, you have to start from the beginning. Not till when you're going to die and suddenly you become vegetarian. Oh, now I'll go to the temple and maybe pray and, 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 and be vegetarian. No, we have to start from early, then it lasts longer. We can think better. That's why a lot of people, the yoga people, they're very, 90 years, they still can do their, this kind of yoga poses. 
their body is so flexible because they've been doing it from childhood. So suddenly you can't do it. So our body needs to require to exercise and not just, just some gymnastic exercise but diet, food we eat that can determine your health, or not just putting everything in. Because so there's so many issues when you talk about you know the body. <coughs> and people have very controlled person, you know. Just like when you speak, every time we speak, that also uses energy, the air required to speak, close the eyes. So then speak so much, just what's necessary. So that can you're preserving the energy. Even when we eat big play food, it, it requires energy to digest that. So eat less. So that's why there's a system, how much to eat, what's not to eat, how much to eat, how much water, how much everything, fruit, when to eat, different things. These things are important. As we grow older, then the body um, require, need that, that processing, that kind of um, standards. <coughs> when you're thinking, you're young, uh, but even young people are sick, they have child medicine. We have baby, infant, they have medicine for, for a child. So we, we're never okay. Even from the early age, when you're born, we're still sick. That's why they have medicine for children. So it's not that, you know, this, this coronavirus thing, even the child dying, I've heard some children died from it, from, from the, the, this uh, disease going around. I haven't got any coronavirus, anything yet. So I got a message on the phone, they want to survey me, they want to do a survey on me. So why, how come he didn't get coronavirus? He is still okay. They want to check my blood, maybe I'm alien or something. <laughs> this kind of thing. But actually, you know, if we can be very healthy, drink proper, eat proper food and do exercise and different things, you can be healthy. You know, people want to get sick, they get sick. People want to be healthy, they can be. It's up to us. So if we want, if you see Maya and you go for it, you know the consequences are there. So human being, we have a system. We have to say no. This is, then you give up, you give in, then you, you face the consequences and you suffer. That's why Sastra says, control your senses. There's marriage. But there's no marriage in animal life. They jump onto each other. The human life is marriage. Why? Because that's to, 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 there's a system for propagation. For procreation, there's a system. We need to follow that. That's created by God. If we are going to this person, then then, then the society is going to fall apart. It's all depending on our 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 procreation. What we procreate, they're going to run the society. They're going to have a bunch of uh, like uh, you know, uncontrolled people. You reap what you sow. Yeah, exactly. I gotta stop here. Thank you very much. Shri Prabhupada Ki. Yeah. Yeah.